the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So the prayer of Apostle Paul for the Ephesian church for spiritual fitness is that God will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might. Strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. In the inner man. And the other prayer, the other point that he prayed say, in verse 17, say, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. Now the understanding here is that you will, you will abide in him. The Christ will dwell in your heart. Oh, Christ wants to dwell in your heart. So he's not praying for Christ to dwell in your heart necessarily. But the idea is that you will dwell in Christ. You know the scripture of John 15, 4 that says, Remain in me as I also remain in you. I remain in you, but you remain in me. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So when he says that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, he's saying that you will dwell in the house of God. You will dwell in Christ. Dwell there means what? You will remain. You will stay. You will reside in. It will not be touch and go. You will not come in and out. Amen? You will be consistent. Dwell. Remember again how it says, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. So he's talking about what? About a home, a family. You know, in a home or a family, you remain. If you belong there, hmm? you remain. You don't get go in and out. You dwell there. You are part of the family. There is consistency there. You, you stay there. You live there. Where do you live? This is my house. So that prayer that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you may dwell in the house of God. You may remain in the house of God. Very, very, very important that we understand that without remaining, without dwelling in the things of God, or in anything whatsoever, really, we can't really get it. Amen. If you don't stay in school, are you going to understand? Are you going to know? Are you going to graduate? You don't stay in school. Hmm? You gotta stay in school. If you stay in school, then you do well. Then you graduate. So if you stay in the house of God, then you do well and you continue doing well. You have to stay in there, remain, dwell. In the house of God. It's when you dwell. Remember again that verse 17. Ephesians 3, 17. That Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That you being rooted and grounded in love. is those who dwell that get rooted and grounded. Have you ever seen somebody who will plant some seeds? Hmm? And two days later, you go in there and say, oh. I wonder what's going in and what's going on there. And you bend down and dig it out. Want to see what's going on there. Hmm, it hasn't done anything. I uh, should wait a little bit. 
and uh, you wait for a week and you go back again. Ah, this thing hasn't shown anything. I wonder what's going on. And you get something to dig it up again. Oh, I see. Something is happening there. Mm, okay. And you wait for another two weeks and you go there again and dig it out. Oh, it's not going to be rooted. Mm-mm. It's not going to grow. It's not going to grow well. It's not going to do well because it's being displaced. Mm? You don't let it dwell. Don't let it remain in there. It's when it remains, when it stays. It's when you stay that you get all the juice, so to say. Amen. You get marinated when you let it sit there. When you sit there in the presence of God, that's when you draw. From his spirit, you draw strength from his spirit. In fact, God wants to know who wants to stay, who wants to remain. So he invited them to come. Say, I want to meet with my people. Get them prepared for me against the third day. And they got themselves prepared. And they came out of their tents. And they stood before God. And God came down and started speaking. The moment God started speaking, they started hearing the laws of God, the Ten Commandments. And they were being convicted in their hearts. And the words of God, like Hebrew put it, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 puts it, in the preaching of God, because God was the one preaching. In the preaching of God, he said, the words of God are what? Alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the divided asunder of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the earth. As God was speaking, he was discerning their thoughts and intents. They could hear all the things they just did. God was speaking to them. They were hearing, each person was hearing God speak to him. And what did they do? They withdrew. They said, we can't stay here. No, this, the presence of God is too powerful. So they moved away and did not stay in the presence of God. But Moses remained. Amen. It's those who remain that get rooted and grounded. If you don't remain, you don't get rooted and grounded. For those who remain that you commit yourself to. Amen. God commits himself to those who remain. Will you commit yourself to somebody that won't remain in relationship with you? Hmm? They come in and out. They go in and out. And they say, oh, when they come in, they say, can we do this? Let's do this together. And you say, I don't think so. Amen. Because they just come in and out, go in and out. There's no commitment. They don't stay. If we don't stay with God, God cannot commit himself to us. And he cannot commit much to us. It's those who are rooted and grounded that he commits himself to. So, Paul prayed that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all sins. Now, look at verse 18. Verses 18 and 19. Verses 18 and 19. That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Wow, that's a mouthful there. That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height. Wow, this is a family like I said. It's a home. It's a family. So you have not just yourself, but all the sins. You have others. You have others. So this one is saying, you need to fellowship 
with others, with the saints, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints is when you fellowship, when you are in connection with others, that's when you are able to experience the love of Christ and express the love of Christ. You, you can't say you love somebody at a distance. You love them. You are able to express love when you are close by or when they are close by to you. Amen. So you will be able to understand, comprehend there means you'll be able to experience and express the love of Christ with all the saints is in the midst of others that you experience the love of God and express the love of God. Nobody knows it all. So in the midst of the saints, somebody receives a revelation and expresses it. You say, wow, that's wonderful. Oh, great. Amen. And you also give your own. Others give their own. And with that, you will be able to grow to the height, the depth, the length, the breadth of the love of God. On your own, you can't do that. It's impossible to do. You supply something. You give something. They receive it. Somebody gives something. You receive it. It's giving and receiving. All of that in the house. And it's when you remain in the house that that is possible. That's when you're going to be rooted and be grounded in love. Love is the foundation and love is the capping stone also. Amen. Verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. This is Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. What is the power that works in us? It's the power of the Holy Spirit that works in us. The power of the Holy Spirit that works in us. Now, what God does in you or through you or through your life is determined by how much room you give him to work in your heart. So this is not just talking about according to the power of the Holy Spirit. It's not just talking about the Holy Spirit, but about what room you give the Holy Spirit. According to the power you allow to work in you is to that extent. Amen. If you give him unlimited room, then God does wonderfully above your thinking, above your imagination. So very, very important that you allow God to work in you. The Lord is speaking to us on spiritual fitness, exercises for spiritual fitness. We already learned that there are three major spiritual exercises that we need to do. We need to engage in giving, praying, and fasting that Jesus mentioned in Matthew chapter 6. And we are looking at the understanding that just as physical fitness is much more than being physically fit in one area of your body, but being physically fit in all areas of your body, same thing with spiritual fitness. Spiritual fitness involves every area of your life. Every area of your life. So that's why you see Paul praying for the Ephesian church, to be filled with the fullness of God. In that verse 19, it says, you'll be able to comprehend with all the saints the, the immeasurable dimensions of the love of Christ, that you may be filled with the fullness of God, with all the fullness of God. 
So for you to be spiritually fit, it involves every area of your life. Not just some areas, but every area of your life. Now you see that also in Colossians chapter 1, as Paul prayed a similar prayer for the Colossian church. Colossians 1, 9 to 12. It says, for this reason also, since the day we heard of your faith, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Not just some wisdom, but you may be filled with all wisdom, may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Verse 10 says that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, not somewhat pleasing him, but fully pleasing him. That same verse 10 says, being fruitful in every good work, not being fruitful in some good work, but being fruitful in every good work. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.